0: Hi, it's Brother Josh here, coming to you with a message. Fight the good fight of faith. What is faith? There are two definitions. Strong belief in God or in the doctrine of a religion based on spiritual comprehension rather than proof. The second is complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Now, with the definition out of the way, let's look to the, what this message is named after. And we're going to go to Timothy chapter 12. Or, Timothy chapter 6, verse 12. Fight the good fight for the true faith. Hold tightly to the eternal life to which God has called you, which you have declared so well before many witnesses. We're not called to be a hot tub Christianity. Hot tub Christianity is not having faith. Hot tub Christianity is just going out there and saying, Well, I have it. Real faith is speaking, if it be for myself, I'm declaring for my schooling to be paid. For my financial burdens to be lifted, and I'm believing for that, and I'm speaking as if I already have it because I already do it's on the way, and let's look to where God first shows us faith in the Bible. let's look to Genesis where he says where he said where it says we to see spoke life into the world he spoke. He breathed into us the first man and made life. Where he said, Let there be light, let there be an earth, let there be a heaven. That's faith. That's true faith. God. Is faith God runs off of faith, God is faith. Faith is how the Father functions. Everything we do can be in faith or without faith, meaning either scared, doubtful, or we can stand up in faith and look whatever's in front of us in the eyes and speak, speak to it, let the mountains dissolve, and march straight forward. Or we can look it in the eyes and be scared and be like the children of Israel and walk in circles and not listen to God. Now if we look into Romans chapter 1 to verse 17, Galatians chapter 3 verse 11, Hebrews chapter 10 verse 38, Head back, chapter 2, verse 4, and Second Corinthians, chapter 5, verse 7. These verses all say, in their own point of view, just shall live by faith. And that's throughout the New Testament and the Old Testament. They're the same exact either wording or the same meaning, just spelt out differently. So throughout the whole Bible it says, the just shall walk by faith. Don't put your faith before government or man but in Christ. Don't be scared of what man can do. You can only they can only hurt your body. Instead, be fearful of the one Who can destroy both body and soul. And with that. Let's look into Mark chapter 11. Verse 24. Therefore I say unto you. Whatever things you ask when you pray. Believe that you receive them. And you will have them. So speak it forward. God doesn't want us to be poor. God doesn't say, Thou who has nothing shall have everything. He said, yes, the meek shall inherit the earth. But when he started talking about meek, he's not talking about possessions. And I'm not, nor am I saying that to have everything in the world. But we're not to be called to be poor. Jesus was not poor in his ministry. Jesus was not poor as a child. Jesus was given gifts as a baby. He took care of over 40 families throughout his ministry. They had someone to handle money. And you're not going to have somebody handle... In a ministry have to handle money... When there's no money to be handled. Now... It takes faith to take a steps like the father Abraham as he was not knowing what would happen or what was going to happen. With that, we look, when God called father Abraham out to leave his father, that was faith. He followed God's word, not knowing what was going to come next, not knowing if he was going to live the next day But he had faith in God and he showed his faith on that hill up on that mountaintop at that altar when he took his son up. When he took Isaac up on that mountain and was willing to sacrifice him right before the angels told him to stop. That's a faith. That's a strong faith and that's a faith that we need today. Hebrews eleven six says, "Without faith, it is impossible to please God, for he comes. He who comes to God must believe that he exists, and that he is a rewarder of those who delightly seek him." So, right there in Gle- in Hebrews eleven verse six, we see, without faith, it's impossible to please God, because without faith. We can't believe in God. We may not be able to physically prove... To the naked eye that God is real... Or to the unbeliever. But we show it. We live it out. We act it out. Yes, there are things in the world that we we can point to... and, And prove and have an argument... Yes, absolutely. But we're first called to have the faith. If you don't have faith, you have nothing. The spirit of faith and the spirit is a spirit of victory. If you have faith, you're gonna have victory. You're gonna have victory over the devil, you're gonna have victory over every situation. Again, look to Mark chapter 11, verse 24. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe, believe and receive, receive them and you will have them. It doesn't say some of them. Well, I'll pick and choose which ones I give you. If you believe it, you receive it. It may not come today. It may not come tomorrow. But somewhere down the line, that will show up on your doorstep. And you need to be arms open wide, taking it and saying, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Oh, It's amazing what he does for us. We don't deserve any of it. The scriptures has nothing to do with what you can do by yourself. The whole of the scripture is nothing to do with what you can do by yourself. It's not you. It's Christ in you. Hope of glory. It. If we turn to Hebrews chapter 11, which is the faith chapter, I'll read it out for us. By faith we understand. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now with that in the first in the first verse explains everything. Faith is not a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It's a it's a hope. It's a prayer, and it's as soon as you pray that prayer, you get an agreement with it, and it's on its way. And then you're gonna start to see once you get an agreement, and it's on, you believe it, it's on its way. You're gonna you're gonna see the devil look at you and go, no, it's not. That new car you're praying for, it's not coming. That money you need to get by in your business, that's not coming. Your money to pay for a medical treatment For a loved one pff, That's not coming that's when, you get, that's when you have to dig deep And understand the Lord is with me He is not forsaken Or abandoned any of us The devil is a toothless lion Who just likes to roar And seek who he may devour But if you stand firm In faith you will get what you're asking for. Two. Verse two says. For by it the elders obtained a good testimony. Number three is By faith we understand the worlds were framed by the word of God. And right there in that in verse three, that goes right. That speaks to the Father's faith. That the the Father functions in faith. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. By the word. Where he spoke everything into existence. So that the things which are seen were not made of things that are invisible. Continuing with the verse in chapter 11, verse 3. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. I mean, that that verse right there sums up so much I mean that speaks to the faith of God that speaks to our faith in the sense that we are to follow we are to be like God we are to be like Jesus We are. that is our role model that is who we should strive to be like I know it's hard I'm not perfect either with it it's something I need to work on just the same as we all do but I mean if you look in the Bible where and this is going to back to where the devil was tempting Jesus in his 40 days in the wilderness the devil in Matthews tried to get Jesus to use unauthorized faith by turning the rocks slash stones into bread that was unauthorized faith that wasn't warranted he knew what he needed to do, and the devil was trying to use his faith against him in the sense of saying, "Well, if you're not going to do it, it's because you don't have belief," and try to quirk and twist and turn like he's good at. But God one up to him and showed, him, and Jesus showed him that that wasn't going to be the case. He did not speak under pressure or of the, in temptation when the devil spoke to him and was saying those things to him. You don't get to respond to their kind or you're going to get the kind you shall live by faith. Don't respond to other people's faith who are not on your level. If they're not in agreement, do not respond with non-agreement. If they're going to respond with something that's going to damper or handcuff or speak against... What you're believing for... Put a muzzle on your mouth. Don't have any part. Because it's a snare... And it's a trap of the devil. And people people will say stuff... And they'll say about how... You could come in today and say about... Oh... Come into your friend's house today and say... Oh... God told me that there's... I seen this car and he spoke to me and said... That's going to be that car you're going to get. You're going to get that car. Or that's the car that you've been dreaming of. And you're going to look and go, well, I can't afford that. Well, how am I going to get that? And he's going to go and go, I didn't tell you you you're going to pay for it. I didn't tell you. And anything that goes against that is the works of the devil to try to uproot the faith. Tap root the agreement. Let's see. Put a muzzle on your mouth, on my mouth, while in the presence of wicked people. Bitterness and wrong talk kept Moses from walking into the promised land. Moses, as wise and respected as he was in his time, when all those, when all the Israelites came up against him. And he turned to God and spoke in bitterness and anger when he himself was a man he was a man of, of faith. I mean it takes faith to walk into a city where you could have been killed with a snap of a finger by the pharaoh or by a street street person or somebody that's on the streets or an Egyptian soldier. To go in and say, let my people go. Let my people go. And each and every time that he walked into that and spoke. And said, if not, there's going to be a plague. There's going to be locusts. There's going to be frogs. There's going to be blood. There's going to be... All the way up until when he said that there's going to be death. That took faith. Because if we look at it in today's world in today's point of view and in the secular point of view, we look at that stuff as hocus pocus and wave a magic wand and and, and we don't have the faith that was back then. We're, we've been lacking it and we need to get that back. We need to get back on track with the faith because this... Well, it's embarrassing. Isn't cutting it? Isn't gonna cut it? I'm sure Moses, when he walked in, it's a little point, a little part of him at, at some points when he was doing that stuff, and it would be the devil that would be tacking at him and pulling on his strings, saying when he would walk in and go and say about the. Snake and the rod and say that this is foolishness then I'm going to walk in with a stick and throw it in the ground it's going to turn into a snake I mean there's no one that wouldn't say that a part of them wouldn't wouldn't think that would look foolish especially if it didn't happen and then you take a stroll all the way out into the middle of the wilderness when he's out there with the people and he's delivered them from Pharaoh by the hand of God. And they say, why have you taken us out here to die? It would be better to be stuck and stay in Egypt and be slaves because at least we'd have sufficient food. And then Moses turns on God and almost shakes the fist at him to say, why have you had me come out here and take care of these All these people, like a mother taking care and nursing infants. At the same time, you spoke disbelief and fear. You could have spoke and put faith and changed it. And when he was speaking that stuff, and what that was, what was just said, he could have spoke. And we can speak today. We can speak faith over fear. And not let the fear get in and take a stronghold. Because fear is not of God. It is of the devil. And where there's fear, there's torment, there's pain, there's suffering, there's hardship, there's a hardened hearts; there's anger, there's abuse, there's struggle. One bores to the next. We will have to give an account for every ill word that we speak or that was spoken. And an empty word spoken was a missed opportunity to change it. Where it says in Matthews, Where we have to, where we're going to give an account on Judgment Day for what we speak, with every ill word that we speak. That is every word. It's not some words. It's not partial words. It's every word. Every word we spoke in ill intent. Every word we spoke in anger every word we spoke in pain and suffering we need to have a century on our mouth and under lock and key because words are like print a uh, printer to paper once they're out they're said it's like with when With God speaking out and speaking forth the world into existence, he spoke it. His words didn't return void. Ours shouldn't return void. We should be speaking life, love, peace, into the world. There's a great deal through the Bible that says, to say it, if with that being the case, then why is it a hook that it can be held the key of destruction? No guard on your mouth leads to evil. Faith without works is dead. Primary action is what we said. So no guard on our mouth. Leads. Will lead us down a path of unrighteousness. Not. Having guard on our mouth will lead us down a path of. in for. 4. By the faith Abel offered to God more excellent sacrifice than Cain, though which he obtained witness that he was religious, righteous or he was righteous, God testified of his gifts, and though it it he being dead still speaks. Chapter eleven verse five Enoch walked by faith with God Verse 5 By faith Enoch was taken away So that he did not die He did not see death And he was found Because God took him For before he was taken He had a testimony that he pleased God Now let's step back and look at that for a minute He did not see death He did not die So he was raptured he was raptured from the earth. Same as Elijah. The same as the one prophet who had to fly 20 miles in the air by an angel. Who, I mean, just, that just beats Uber and all these other taxis to bits. I mean, <laughs> what better way to travel than is by angel wings through the air? I mean, and you, and you look at that. That his faith, his faith showed God that he could be trusted. That, and I believe that he's one of the two that will end up in the in the Revelation times and come back to the Jewish people. I believe it's going to be him and Elijah that we're going to see, or that the people are going to see come back. And they're going to be the ones that are speaking and the prophets that are killed in the streets of Jerusalem. And this is and that topic is for another will be for another message so i'm not going to get too deep into it but i believe with his faith he proved to god god my faith is yours do with my life as you will i believe that god could could understand understood that he could send him and tell him to do whatever and he would do it and he would do it for the lord Without a second thought. And and that he was pleased. He pleased God. He pleased God with his faith. I mean we look back to. Back into. um, Mark. Chapter 11 verse 24. Therefore I say unto you. Whatever things you ask and pray. Believe that you receive them. And you will have them. Or, I mean, it's just, it's it, it it's amazing how, how faith works. The faith is the key. And then we move out of chapter 5 into ver, or verse 5 into verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe he is, that he is a rewarder of those who, who delight and seek him. And that's where it ties into chapter five. Enoch believed. He believed, he believed, he believed. And he was taken up because he showed and God knew his heart and could see it, that he believed. And I, and I just want to ask right now, I want, Lord, give us the faith of Enoch. Give us the faith of, that gives gives life that gives us the ability to to fight the good fight to stay in the race and to see it come to pass your great works Lord you're such a good God loving, caring, forgiving merciful just amazing! It's awe-inspiring. I mean, words can't words can't put into fathom how good you are. I believe I believe that how they described heaven is the exact same way we can describe God or Jesus. Even the Holy Spirit, we don't know the half of it. It can't enter our minds how great in awe they are. They're just majestic, they're royal royalty, just the all oh, the power and the love, the care that they have for us, and that we are able to have the Holy Spirit to guide us. Lord, I just want to thank you tonight. I want to thank you for all that you've done for for me. And for my listeners, Lord, and for those who may not know you, who may be confused, who you may be right now intercessing with, and they they don't know the pull on their heart of what it is, but Lord, let them see you for who you are and not for what someone paints you to be. Let them not believe the the that church is a a money grab or a, a a scandal or or these things that men have made it to be. But Lord, let it be a reflection of your glory and your grace and your and your faith in us. Your faith that breathed the life into us. Lord You're just so glory, gloriful and magnificent. I mean, words can't put it into imagination. In Jesus' name, amen. So from that, we're going to move into chapter 11, verse 7. And it's Noah, a man of faith. By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear prepared an ark to save saving of his house hold by which he commanded the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith and see that's another that's that's a perfect story of faith is is faith can make you look And you have to look at it like this. Faith can make you look foolish at times. Whether it be Noah and his Ark. Let's let's take out the fact that we we know, we know that it that the faith was real. We know how that story turned out. But let's look at it as in a world point of view today. Noah's Ark is being built right now. Someone says, There's a big flood coming. It's the end of the world get on my boat and you'll be saved. And we looked at him and laughed. But he stood the faith and he built that boat over a course of a number of years that were many because that was a huge boat and a huge project given to a faithful man. And it wasn't a one day bang out project and it's off to the races and we're set in sail it was a it would have been a process and he kept the faith the righteous faith the faith that God loves the faith that God approves the faith that and we and we look back just look back into chapter chapter 11 verse 6. But without faith, it's impossible to please God. He pleased him with that faith. And it's just, it just amazing that, how, that, how that turns out. And then we go into chapter 8, or chapter 11, verse 8. And it's, By faith Abraham obeyed when he was called out of the place which would, be, which would receive as his inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. He had no idea from Adam where he was going. He was called out by, by God. He had no idea if he was going left, right, center, backwards, forwards. But he knew. And he listened to the word. And he listened to God's voice. And he listened. And he went marching. And he followed that voice. And I, if we get into agreement we follow that voice today, we will move mountains. The mountains will dissolve away and we will not have to walk around them. We will not have to walk over them. We will walk right on through it. The mountain will dissolve away. It will be thrown into the sea. And now into verse 9. By the faith he dwelled in the land of promise as in a foreign country dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob the heirs with him of the same promise it just oh glory to God oh glory glory to God we move into verse 10 for he waited for the city which has foundations whose builders and makers Is God. And I believe that. And that the builders and makers. That is the city of Israel. That is the country of Israel. And I mean. Just a. Oh what a a verse. For he waited. For the city. Which has foundations. Whose builder and maker. Is God. I mean, could you have a better foundation? Could you have a better builder? Could you have a better maker? And see, you need to look at today in the world, whether you'd be looking in the States, the United States of America, a nation founded on the principles, a foundation on God, a builder who was of God, and a maker. Who they made in the they made with God, they were founded on God. They were built upon His Word, and you look at how a great country like the U.S. has fallen away and fallen away and fallen away. Canada's no better. It was founded on the doctrine of Jesus Christ, on the Word of God, the foundation of God. And I mean, we both have lost, just have fallen away so much. And it's been the people now with the prayer and the faith to walk as a mighty army. Like the Israeli people and the Israelites walked out and walked straight through that Red Sea in faith. And I've said this to people around town and to people who I've encountered. The truck drivers in Canada... Represent the Israelites walking out of Egypt. They were sent, they were, and the, to me, they represent the very ideal of the freedom. They didn't walk out, storming out, kicking and screaming yelling and bellering and, and raising pitchforks. They left, and they walked, and once they came to that sea, it was parted. And you look down, and those truck drivers that are in the state capitol in Ottawa and around the world, they are driving straight through that Red Sea. They're being, the people have, have had enough and God is ignited i believe the truckers have been ignited and anointed with a Moses capability to take us out of this these lockdowns out of the pain and suffering out of the strain out of the worry and into an abundance into a promised land This nation was once great, Canada, the true north, the U.S. And until the faith of each nation is put back into the hands of God, and we look and we bow our knees to him, there will be nothing will get any better. But I rest assured you, brothers and sisters, that is already on the way because I can assure you in Canada and in the US the Christian populace is waking up to these unlawful and unfreedom anti-freedom and, and disgust that is going on we are going to march out of this stronger than ever God is our forefront. God is our builder. God is our founder. God is our maker. Will be with us every step of the way. For his love sticks closer than a brother. And you can take that to the bank. They can try to freeze those all they want. But you can take that to the bank. Because that's worth more than any dime. Any gold, silver that you could possibly be given. Is you can... Know without a doubt that the Lord is with you. And I want to take a minute right now and I want to pray for the truck drivers in Ottawa and pray for the truck drivers and the, the ones around the world that are standing up for freedom. And such as my... I've been down to a couple of them to see because I know, I know with, the, with, with the fake news and the the people that that report on things aren't aren't very truthful and I wanted to go down for myself and see. I, I can say without a doubt, it is a godsend. These convoys have been a godsend. I have never felt more at home in my own land than I did that night that I went down to one of those convoys and to see the love every tribe, race, tongue, sexual orientation, whether gay, straight they were all, just loving and caring. All they want is freedom. They just want their God-given rights. And I want to thank and I want to pray right now for, for those, who are fighting, who may not be wearing a uniform, but they're wearing Canada's on their heart. And I want to thank them for, for keeping everything. Peaceful. I know it's not easy. I know it's hard. I know at times, with, with leaderships and whatnot, that it can be very frustrating. Being called all the nasty and belittling words that he's called you guys. But right now, I just want to say, Lord, thank you for the truck drivers. Thank you for those who, have, who are risking everything. Risking their, their. Uh, their their health, their their finances, their income, their their relationships with other family members or friends, and and Lord, I want to be with those ones that have that have, who have lost everyone, and who have lost not even just lost everyone, but have lost people just because that they don't agree with them, and that those relationships, Lord, that I I, I ask you to. To let them fall away, the pain from those relationships that have hurt those people. Let them fall, let it fall away, let it fall off like shackles onto the floor. Let that pain leave them at once. Let them be healed, let their heart be mended, Lord. I ask that you give them strength and courage to keep fighting the good fight, the noblest of fights. And having faith and have the faith in you, Lord, to deliver us out of this tyranny, Lord. Because no matter how hard they try to kick you out, burn you, throw you out, they never can get rid of the Word of God. Lord, and I ask that as we stand, that, that you stand. Behind those, and with those people, who may have nothing after this. That yes, they they win. That they've won it for Canada, but yet that they may be suffering, or they may have the bills, or the or any type of penalties or fees that they have. Lord, just please take that, take that from them now. I'm believing for a breakthrough with that. That there's that they are going to be so blessed and prosperous that they're not even going to know what to do with everything. And Lord Jesus, I'm just asking you to remove the the pain and the suffering out of the people. Lord, I'm also going to ask that you you give wisdom to the leaders. Give them ears to hear and eyes to see and hearts open to the people. Lord, I, I pray for for. Joe Biden, Justin Trudeau. Lord, no one is too far gone to be saved, Lord. And I ask you to please just move in them and let them see the, what they've done and let them see the skin and come clean and come and, and show the people what they've done. And ask for forgiveness. If if, and not just ask for forgiveness so that we have to forgive them. Lord, I always I, I I forgive Justin Trudeau right now for the things that he's done and said, for calling it for calling us terrorists, for calling us racists. terrible human beings, whatever. I forgive him, Lord. I forgive. The people of the states that who may have che- uh, who cheated in that election, Lord, I forgive them. I forgive them because they don't know what they do. And Jesus, just please ask you bring peace over the nations. You bring love over these nations. You bring a righteousness into these nations, and Jesus, just please protect me with those truck drivers, Lord. Let any type of raid that they're planning Lord, let it be let it fail. Let the whatever police raids they're trying to pull down their Lord, let them fail. Let those truck drivers be safe and unharmed. As they've done nothing to anyone to deserve anything different. In Jesus name. Amen. Now before we close I have a couple more a little bit more of Hebrews to go over therefore from one man as he as him as good therefore therefore from one man and him as good as dead were born as many as the stars of the sky and multiplied innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore and that's speaking to God's faith of saying of Abraham's descendants of what was to come the seashore, the sand the innumerable amount of stars and now we're going to move over into chapter 11 verse 13 and this is the heavenly hope. These all die in faith, not having received promise, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, confessed, and then are that they were staring strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Chapter verse 14 for those say such things declare plentifully that they seek a homeland and see there they're speaking of the Jewish people again they were seeking their homeland and they were given it as Israel as the land of Israel now verse 15 and truly if they had called in mind that country from which they had come out. They would have had opportunity to return. But now they desire better. That is a heavenly country. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God. For he has prepared a city for them. Oh glory to God. Oh He's prepared the city of Israel for them. He's prepared Jerusalem. Oh wow. The faith of the patriots Patriarchs. My father Abraham, when he was tested, often offered up Isaac when he and he Had received the promise offered up. His only begotten son. This is also. This is speaking on the faith of. Abraham when he offered up Isaac on the altar. And in 18 it says. Of whom it was said. In Isaac your seed shall be called. Concluding. That God was able to raise him up. Even though the dead from which He had also received him in a refuge sense. Verse 20. By faith Isaac blessed Jacob. Esau and concerning things to come. Verse 21. By faith Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of his sons, Joseph, and worshipped, leaning on the top of his staff, On the top of the staff, by the faith Joseph, when he was dying, made mention of departure of the children of Israel, and gave instructions concerning his bones. And he had the he had the faith in the in the people of Israel to take them. The faith of Moses. Verse 23 to 40 goes as follows, followed. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child and they were afraid of the king's command. By faith, Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the sons of Pharaoh's daughter, Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God to enjoy the Passover pleasures of sin, passing pleasures of sin. See, and that, and in that, it shows his faith too. Not only his own brethren, as in picking back off with. Picking back up at um, the beginning of chapter 11, verse 25. Choosing, re- choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasure of sin. So he, instead of enjoying a sinful life, went back to be with the people of Israel, to showing faith, To have faith to go back to them instead of enjoyment. Esteeming the reproach of Christ, great riches than treasures in Egypt, for he looked to the reward. That was verse 26. 27 is, by faith he forsook Egypt and not fearing the wrath of the king for the enduring As seeing him who is invisible. So he didn't fear the king of of Egypt. He feared the God. He feared the burning bush. He feared the sign doer. The just over. It just did. That's powerful. That shows the the faith and and who he put his faith in. It wasn't in man, but it was in God. By faith, he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest who destroy the firstborn should touch them. By faith, they passed through the Red Sea by dry land, whereas the Egyptians to do so we're drowned that's verse 29 and 28 so in verse 29 it shows the faith the faith that lives and the faith that dies the faith to trust in God and the faith that faith that there is no God you have to choose between one or the other it's not a well I'll think about it it's either he is real or he's not there's a faith in believing in him. There's a faith in believing in other matters. By faith they overcame. This is chapter third this is chapter eleven, verse thirty to forty. By the faith in the walls of Jericho telling falling down after they were encircled for seven days, by the faith of the harlot. Rab, Rab did not perish with those who did not believe when she was received the spices of peace. And what more shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell Gideon and Barak, and Samson and Jehoshaphat, also of David and Samuel the prophets. Who thought faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, and stopped the mouths of lions? That right there, verse thirty-three. That those all refer to three different Bible Bible stories, and I say stories. We need to work. We need. We need to to, to find a better terminology for saying that because when we say stories, we think of Peter Pan and um, Pinocchio or whatever. These actually were life events that happened where the Lord showed his provision, his strength, his mercy, his love, his anger, his wrath, but also his grace. Verse 34, quench the violence of fire, escape the edge of the sword out of the weakness of we made strong. Become vigilant in battle. Turn to flight the armies. Of the allies. Aliens. Women received their dead. Raised to life again. Others were tortured. Not accepting deliverance. That they might obtain a better. Restruction. Resurrection. Still other had trials of mocking and scoring yes of chains and imprisonment they were stoned they saw in they were slain with the sword they wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins being destitute afflicted and tormented For whom the world has not worthy, they wandered in deserts, mountains, in dens, and caves of the earth. And all those having obtained a good testimony through faith did not receive the promise. God having provided something better for us, and they should not be made perfect apart from us. So with the closing of tonight, I want to go over something real quick. Faith is the vessel of works. Without faith, our works are dead. We can give all our money to the poor, we can, you can do X, Y, and Z. But where it says the only, the only way to please God is through faith. And just a couple of housekeeping notes for, I know I've been away for a while and away from being, from the podcast and from you guys, and I apologize for not at least checking in. I'm going to be doing things a little different here in the next couple of weeks and there's going to be start to be more of a of a routine of of releasing these messages to you guys and and I hope and I encourage you to to not just share what I say but or what I've share and not to make it I'm not doing this to to make myself look good or make myself big. I'm doing this to, to 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 bring the word of God to around the world. And I would like to thank my faithful followers of you guys have have stuck with me even with my departure and with, with as long as I've been away with with growing in faith and 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 um learning and and really self evaluating and really evaluating on what, what my position or what I need to be doing. And like I said at the beginning of this, this word is very important. And like I've said I'm getting in agreement with the words that I've that I've said to you guys today. I'm in agreement that my schooling is gonna be paid for. The Lord is gonna abundant and beyond my expectations, and He'll go in abundantly and beyond yours if you give it, give Him faith. You give Him that Daniel faith to close the mouth of the lion till morning, to know that He's your rock. But. I'm going to be getting stuff out there to you guys and be bringing messages um, on more of a regular basis as well as I'm going to be putting out an email if any of you guys have any questions or or want to talk about anything that I'll be uh, answering and, and getting to when I have the availability or um, the time. Which I'll make make sure to make it for you guys. I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys tuning into your into this podcast and to and to take the time to to expand your faith walk with me. I appreciate that. Um, I hope that I can help you build. And actually, I don't want to say I help you build. I hope that the, the Lord speaks to you. uses me as a vessel to help you through your faith walk. I don't want any of the credit. All glory goes to God. I am just honored to be able to be able to bring this to you guys. So have a good, good night. God bless. And we'll see you soon. Bye.